Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The things that you think are really big things in your life, too, they're like, if you were to take a step back and really evaluate it, they might actually be smaller than you think they are. Yeah, um, perspective. Yeah, perspective. And so, are you shaken? Are you stirred? I literally remember <laughs> it because of you, because you'd say it so many times. By a whisper of love, spellbound by a word. <laughs> I can, I can, that took me, holy shit, that took me right back in English class. to the podcast we're joined by the bestie Catherine Reed (laughs) (laughs) um she was the most requested I asked what you guys wanted like what episode ideas you had and then a lot of people were like bring calf back and I've gotten so many comments and things like she's so funny bring her back and so, I know what, I am to please, and we're literally together every day at this point, so mm-hmm. we're having a girls' night tonight. First sleepover First probably sleepover. since high school. I know, because <laughs> Sage is going to be gone, so we're having a sleepover. Hubby's gone wild, not hubby's gone wild, what's it? Hubby's out of town. <laughs> Bessie's gone wild. Um, yeah, so basically for this episode, just wanted to chat, hang out catch up with you guys on how we've been, just talk about life, talk about, a lot of you wanted me to talk about my spirituality, like how that's all going, um, and I have a few, like, quotes from this book that I'm reading that I want to talk about, and just, just generally just chat about life, I don't know. Okay, so let's just get into it, it's gonna be super chill chat, and also I wanted to let you guys know that I'm doing a little break before season two, um, so this will be the last episode until the new year. Because I just wanted to give myself a few weeks to like regroup because um, for season two, I am aiming to do all of the episodes as video too. So I have, yeah, <laughs> so I have the YouTube channel. It's already up if you want to follow it. There's nothing on there, just Acting My Age podcast. But I'm going to be doing the video as well as audio in the new year. So I'm going to give myself a little time to figure that shit out because I need to set up a place that actually is going to work. So, um, I will be missing you guys for a few weeks, but I also think it's nice, just it's around the holidays, spend time with the fam, um, and yeah, so, um, just want to let you know, so you're not like, where the fuck are you next Wednesday? But I'll be back soon, don't you even worry about it. Okay, so yeah, let's get into the episode. Woohoo! Okay. So, what the fuck is up, <laughs> We've been together, like, every day, which mm-hmm. has been so nice, um, and 
there's just so much to talk about. I feel like I can't even get into anything without being like laughing about it or no just saying what ha- what's up because I'm like yeah we together we lived or we live together now <laughs> we've been together every day because you live close by now and then that's like mm-hmm. prompts the next thing which prompts the next thing which prompts everything yeah true okay well since you already know um I moved to a new town new lady town called Kirkland if called, you've ever heard yeah, of it it's about like five minutes north of where Heaney it's is so nice dude um, I'm there temporarily since I'm going to be moving to Santa Monica next month. Big news, hoes! This is a big news! <laughs> um, it's huge. Just kind of a new fresh start to mm-hmm. my single life. And, <laughs> and <laughs> I just kind of decided on the sp- like, spur of the moment I wanted to be somewhere warm and near water and mm-hmm. didn't want to make a super big move but wanted to be yeah. somewhere where... It wasn't, like, a town that, like, screamed, like, let's settle down and have a family yeah. and do family activities everywhere. I wanted, like, a lot of, like, life yeah. to it, and I wanted, like, just warmer weather and just a big, big change, because mm-hmm. Washington was just kind of... I mean, love Washington, love this lady in here that resides in Washington, but... <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> that's about it now, so goodbye. Yeah. Um, There's nothing, like, keeping you here, and you didn't, you mm-hmm. didn't really want to be here anyway, necessarily. Yeah. You always dream about going other places, trying Mm -hmm. other places out. Yeah, and I I thought even about, like, Texas. I think everyone thinks about Texas one time. Yeah. One point in time. Because you can get fucking, like, huge houses. (laughs) Yeah, and then I thought about, like, Scottsdale. I think that's another phase that everyone goes through. Mm -hmm. Then I thought a little crazy thing about the East Coast, but that was too big of a jump. And then I just thought, why not good old L.A.? California, mm-hmm. Santa Monica, and so I found a roommate on this. Um, yeah, what's it called? Roommate, room match, room match, room match. Yeah. Dot com. Dot com. And Sponsored. <laughs> yep. And they have all these filters you can choose to find your like roommate, whatever. Um, but I contemplated living alone because since it's going to be like such a big life change, mm-hmm. I wanted to be like on my own and like kind of do everything and see if I can like grow just solo. Mm-hmm. But after realizing I don't really know anyone down there. Yeah, um, you have, like, one good-ish friend? Yeah. Like, one good friend? Yeah, one friend from, like, elementary school, but we don't keep in touch too much. But I just thought it would be better just to have someone, even a random stranger, that, you know, can (laughs) kind of take me out or show me around the place. So you don't just stay inside. Yeah. (laughs) And so it'll be fine, and I have the rest of my life to live alone. Who knows? Maybe solo forever. No. (laughs) But but she's cool. It was yeah, good. She's super cool. Like, I had no idea that I was going to, like, meet her off of there. I was just kind of, like, I signed up on this website just for shits and giggles. You love your website. And then, like, I know. You really do it. Like, I'm always like, what the fuck? Where'd you find that? How did I you? Know. I've never even heard of this. I know. She's <laughs> like, I met these really cool girls. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't have them murder yeah. you, please. But I thought, I had some, like, video or, like, what what's it called? Sky, what's it called? FaceTime? FaceTime? No, Zoom. Oh, Zoom. Um, little, like, meet-up dates, interviews (laughs) with these girls, and I really, really got along with one of them. I mean, both of them were cool, but one of them seemed like she was kind of going to be on, like, on crack. Oh, oh, not her. (laughs) Oh, not her. But the other girl, like, we have a lot of, like, things in common already, and Mm -hmm. she gets my sense of humor, which is a big thing. Yeah. Super big thing. And she's, like, emotionally mature, which also a really big thing. Can't Mm -hmm. have any airheads in my life so (laughs) 
Just um, laying it out how yeah, it is. Just sorry, being honest. Can't. When you live with someone, it's a big fucking deal. It can make or break a lot. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I don't know her, like, tidiness and everything like that, but I'm trying to ease back on the tidiness. I was kind of anal about yeah. keeping everything super neat in my home, and it really got the best of me at yeah. the worst time. So <laughs> yeah. now I'm That's just trying to be chill. And I mean, you not, always have control of your room. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to be okay if there's, like, a dish on the coffee table for longer than 20 minutes. So. That's a, that's saying a lot, actually. I know. <laughs> that's a lot of personal growth coming from Cass. I'm just kind of in the YOLO, don't give a fuck mood lately. Yeah. Maybe it's not a mood. Maybe it's going to be a new lifestyle. <laughs> <Forever. style. laughs> just don't give a fuck. She's going to get a tattoo. Like, mm-hmm. things are happening. I know. I was never into tattoos. I could never think about committing to something. Mm-hmm. Um, I always liked the idea of, like, whenever Rohini got tattoos, I, I liked... I liked it. I'm like, oh, cute. But then when I would picture myself doing it, I also like thought about fainting at the idea of a needle going inside yeah. of me repeatedly. You're not a big needle person. No, no. <laughs> inside but, of me repeatedly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what it is. So, like sexual, but still, it's like going inside of me. It's like pounding me. You know, like over not and over again. Way. Not in a good way. But um, yeah, I'm gonna get a tattoo. I cut off like 12 inches from my hair. Fuck yeah. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. She got curtain bangs. Yeah. Looking cute. I lost like 15 pounds. Yeah, you that, that, <laughs> that, that, that would not be advised, but it did happen. Yeah, and that's on heartbreak. And that's on heartbreak. <laughs> that's on getting out of a, what, nine year relationship? Eight years. Eight year relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's hey, on yo. anxiety. <laughs> that's on being sad as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So. so so, so, things are going well, though. I mean, it's been, like, it's been a month, two months, a month and a half. It's been, like, a month and a half. Yep. So, you've been going through all the phases, I'd say, like, pretty fast. Yeah, I'm not really, like, the person to really take it slow. I kind of, like, Yeah, true. If something changes my, yeah, my mind, I kind of just, like, think about it for a good 24 hours, and then I'm go. like, all right, gotta go for it. Yeah, anyway, so. 100. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like sitting in my decisions for long, because then the decisions just get overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I've been really proud of you, like, how you've handled everything, because it's obviously really hard. Thanks. Very hard. Um, but you're just, like, you're you're doing what you want for you, and mm-hmm. just doing what's best for you. Only, like, like, independent, truly independent for the first time ever, and you're making, like, big decisions, and it's really exciting. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird thinking about doing stuff for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, with no one else, you don't have to consider anyone else. Yeah, like even with like the smaller parts of life, I think I was t- telling you about it. Just like, I don't have to consult with anyone else for grocery shopping, yeah. or I don't Take have to out like food. Yeah, I just can eat whatever I want for dinner, or I don't have to like set aside like double the time for to do laundry in the week because yeah. I'm doing two sets of laundry. You know, like. I have a lot more time on my hand, but I think a lot of you guys can relate if you guys ever had gone through, like, a separation or a breakup where you're trying to get into a new, like, mm-hmm. just not even a new mm-hmm. lifestyle, but it's, like, a new routine that you're not, you haven't been used to, and you're kind of like, whoa, you kind of feel selfish for thinking about yourself, yeah. and you might feel guilty, and you want to yeah. just, like, run back, and I still get those moments, too, Yeah, but it's, it's fun to think about yourself, but it's also really scary and overwhelming because it feels wrong it really feels yeah. wrong at first like, but I wanna... oh, I'm doing this just because I want to like that's the only reason yeah, like exactly. what who am I to do that yeah but then you gotta be like yes bitch I'm doing it like everyone should put themselves first and mm-hmm. think about themselves and yeah prioritize Prior- their yeah. happiness so 
Big moves, ladies Big and gents. Big moves. And I, I am glad she's moving to Santa Monica because I go to, like, LA's a good workplace for me so mm-hmm. I can visit regularly because I'm, like, so sad that she's leaving, but it's okay. We were in the car the other day and I just started <laughs> crying. We had just gone to the grocery store and we got wine and cookies and, like, pizza. pizza. <laughs> we were, like, having the best time, like, listening to music, talking about how good our cookies were going to be, like, vibe, and then I just was like, oh, I'm so sad to leave. <laughs> and I started bawling, and she's like, what? I know. I wasn't trying to think about that, and I, I knew it was going to happen in the back of my head, but I was just like, it's not going to happen it's if I just don't happen. manifest it. I know. I don't think about it, it won't happen. Yeah. But it's okay, because what we also were talking about before, like, you moved really close by, we didn't see each other that much in person yeah we just facetime like twice a day every day yeah if not more <laughs> yeah and i think even before that too like just being in a relationship you ladies know like when you're in a relationship you still have your friends and everything like that but you're just so comfortable with staying at home like yeah. you don't feel like you need to put in the effort to go out and even go get lunch with friends even though it's probably really healthy and good for you and your relationship and everything you just like don't want to because you're just like with the person that you can just be super comfortable with and not have to do anything but still, like, chill, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Now that I'm, like, truly, like, alone and on my, like, by myself with my own thoughts and stuff, I'm like, shit, I should go see my fucking friends or I'm yeah. going to be hella sad. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and now I've, like, reconnected with, like, a lot of my like, friends and everything. Mm-hmm. I just have more time. Like, before, I, I was so bad at texting, too. I'm still kind of bad at texting. But now I, like, <laughs> re-downloaded Snapchat. Hey. I'm, like on Instagram and everything mm-hmm. and I'm just like whoa there's like I still can talk to people like and not just like couple friends you know yeah. you know how it is <laughs> those couple friends that you always want to surround yourself with <laughs> I'm like are you glaring at me right now <laughs> but you're just like yeah I guess yeah and that that's a that's a good point like a lot of people don't prioritize hanging out with friends as much Mm -hmm. when you get especially when you live with someone you just get comfortable Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's like one thing that I like make sure to do like that's Mm -hmm. like at the forefront of my mind when Sage and I started getting serious and we lived together like I just told him straight up we're like I'm gonna be leaving a lot like I prioritize Mm -hmm. my girlfriends and Mm -hmm. I just feel like I have to yeah you've always been really good at that even like in New York or even before, like, we, I remember in high school, we always understood, like, okay, well, when they're back in town, like, we're going to see them and stuff like that. But, yeah, that's funny. Like, like you, you've always been, like, the one to reach out to friends, even the ones that are in, like, relationships and want to go grab lunch or do some kind of activity. You've been you've been good at that. that. You're not as much of a homebody as... I, you're, you're kind of both. You're a homebody <laughs> and a... Yeah, I think more now. But I... Yeah, definitely more now. Yeah. Oh, my God. But... Yeah, I don't know. I just make friends. So yeah. this is a reminder to all you gals in the relationships. Mm-hmm. Don't forget your friends because they're very important. Yeah. And it's also fun. And getting out of the house is only good for your relationship because then, you know, you distance makes the heart go fonder or whatever. Yeah, and it's kind of like a recharge. Like, mm-hmm. like even if it's just an hour or two out and about, like, not with your partner, then you can come back and, like, appreciate them more because you just had so much fun and you shared a lot of laughs and you just, like, literally had a conversation with someone else besides your partner. Yeah, new things to talk about. Like, wow, it's so fun. We can talk about, you know, not the laundry, Mm -hmm. not what's for dinner, whatever. Yeah, Yeah, so that's a big life change happening. Mm -hmm. Everyone is going through shit. Like, I don't know... I don't know one person that's not going through a big change. No, and I thought it was just... I really thought it was just... Yeah, (laughs) but, you know... I thought it was just, like, me going through this, but then after I started reaching out to friends, I started realizing, like, 
everyone has gone through shit in the past, like, especially the past, like, three months, yeah. three, two months. Yeah, really hitting the fan. For everyone. And it's like, oh, I'm like, really sorry it's happening to everyone, but it's kind of comforting. <laughs> yeah, you're not the only thing. one going through, like, a shit storm. Yeah. So... Yeah. But it makes sense for this year anyways. What can I expect? I know, honestly. And the, my mom's like, this month is still really, really heavy astrologically. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. There's an eclipse coming up. There's a bunch of different. She's like, yeah, Rahu's on your moon. It's going to be rough. I'm like, oh, shit, mom. Don't tell me that. <laughs> but, yeah. And then hopefully it's in the new year. I'm like, please, in the new year, please, will it be better? Yeah. I'm just going to pretend, like, opening my eyes on January 1st and be like, it's a ah, new slate. no pandemic, nothing is wrong. Yeah. I just want a new perfect. slate, nothing ever to be there. Like, 2020 did not happen. Yeah, let's just forget about it. But Act like it didn't happen. But as much as people say 2020 was super bad and it, it was really shitty, I bet you all those people that are going through all these shitty moments are learning, they're going to, 2020 might be one of their favorite years because it's going to be one of their yeah, most transformative absolutely. years. That's a good way to look at it. So, it's true because you have to go through the hard shit to like level up and you're never going to know, you're never going to do it if you don't go through hard times. Yeah. Because that's what forces you like, um, the other day I did this really cute uh, interview I guess with these high school girls that have a club and it was over Zoom and um they like interviewed me and it was really fun. Shout out to Brett. Like, love you. That was so fun. Okay. But um one of the girls asked me why I or how I got into spirituality and like any tips on how to get into it or how to like get motivated to do it. And the first thing I thought of was just that like you get to a point where you just have to. Like I have to journal, I have to meditate, I have to read all these types of books because I like, my mental health is just not good otherwise. Mm-hmm. And that's similar. Like, I feel like you have to go through these shitty things in 2020. Um, and then you learn more about yourself. Everyone's learning so much about themselves and what they really care about, what's important to them, what they want for the future. Like, when you're stuck at home for months and months and months, you don't see your friends. You don't do all the things that make you happy or whatever. Mm-hmm. You really realize what's important and what you what you want. When you do get out of this corona or this quarantine, like, what do you really want to do? Mm-hmm. And I definitely think, like, if you feel drawn to ha- getting into spirituality or anything, like, I'm not, I mean, I've never really been religious, like, at all my whole life, and I've never really believed in anything. I just, like, kind of knew there was, like, something, some higher power mm-hmm. or whatever. But, like, I think I had, this summer was really, like, a huge, like, sign or, mm-hmm. like, big thing for me where I just started really listening to, like, I always had all these thoughts and stuff, but I started listening to, like, these thoughts in my mind and I just like I felt like in my gut it was like drawing me to like just like I wanted to like be really free and I wanted to Mm -hmm. like travel or I wanted I didn't want to like be tied down to anything and I was still in a relationship and everything Mm -hmm. but um Rohini ended up getting me like a birth chart reading from her mom mom for her birthday and yeah for my birthday and um I had all these feelings but I never voiced them to anyone like not Nick or Rohini or anyone yeah and then (laughs) her mom read or did all these things for me and it was like all my feelings were getting like validated and it was super spot on and I just started like bawling my eyes out Mm -hmm. like how does she know about this or like why is this happening and it's just like just everything was just getting confirmed in my like my mind and it it like hurt (laughs) to hear but it was also kind of like reassuring that what I was feeling was also, like, real. It wasn't, mm-hmm. like, just me having going through a phase or yeah. whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then I kind of tried to avoid it for a couple yeah, more months. Yeah, pushed it to the side. hmm But I think everyone should just, like, trust their gut because 
no matter what other people can tell you and everything, like, you know what's best for you. Even mm-hmm. though you don't know and you're looking for a sign from someone else, and maybe that sign is what pushes you over um, and really gets you to take action, like, you really don't, you won't do anything until you go and do it for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Until you make the decision. Yeah, that's a huge thing, like... That's something that always comes up with Sage and I, too. He's like, I've been telling you to do that for weeks. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but it doesn't fucking matter because I'm not going to do it until I decide that I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that I feel like, I don't know, it just seems lost today, I guess, more, that you can't control anyone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's something I feel like I've been trying to reemphasize a lot in the podcast that you're the only person you can control the only thing you control in the entire world is yourself and how you react to situations Mm -hmm. you literally cannot control anything else like nothing like nothing else Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you think about it there's nothing that could a tree could fucking fall right now and like smash my house in half and that's out of my control all I can control is how I react to it how I am in that moment or whatever. Just, like, I couldn't control how you would react if a tree smashed in the house right now. Mm-hmm. This is a silly example. But it, it's just, yeah, like, to a point. That's That also goes back to the quote, like, you, what is it? You can't save someone else until they want to be saved yeah. or something. Like, those kind of cheesy things that are always on Tumblr. But it's true. Like, it, if you're going in a relationship wanting to, like, save someone or change someone, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, obviously it's really nice to have someone there that can give you emotional support and guidance and advice and someone, like, to look up to or whatever, but that person's not going to change until they want to and they do it for themselves. Yeah. Even, like, even, fully change. Yeah. Even if they're, like, a super influential person in your life, like, it's your husband or your wife or your mom or your dad or even your kid, like, you can offer your words and, mm-hmm. like, give them words of encouragement and motivate them and give them advice and everything, but really... Nothing, like, it's, they'll take it all into consideration, but nothing is going to happen until they make the final decision. And yeah. It kind of sounds shitty because it's like you don't want to hurt your, that, that person's feelings and be like, I'm not taking your advice because I don't want to do it yet. It's like, it's just a mental block. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like you disrespect them in any way. Yeah. You just don't, you really can't do it until. Like, one day it'll just click. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And then you can be like, you know what, you were right. I finally realized, but. Someone can tell you something every single day, and it's not going to make a difference until you decide for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so. when you do decide for yourself, oh, I'm sure magical things can happen. <laughs> so, And maybe deciding for yourself takes a lot longer than just like a, yep, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be a really long process, and that's all the... Are you speaking the... from personal experience? <laughs> no, 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 that's just like a lot of kinks you're going to have to work out, so... <laughs> I'm reading by um what's this guy's name Ryan Holiday he studied all of the great stoics um and like stoicism and I'm reading two books by him this one I have in front of me is called Ego is the Enemy and the other one's called um 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 um, um the Obstacle is the Way and it, it just every every chapter is um started with like a stoic philosophy it's really interesting I posted a bunch of those on Instagram and you guys are like what book is this what book is this let me see what um, one of them was. But I think just reading the great... Because it, it, it's just like the basis of all advice came from these guys. You could Anything that Kaf and I would say right now on the podcast probably trickled back to something that one of these guys said in like, I don't know, what, 3000 BC? I don't know the, mm-hmm. the dates, but it's a long-ass time ago. And yeah, that, that was like the first advice ever, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, if you guys ever need like any like book 
book recs, ask Rohini because <laughs> I don't really read. <laughs> And I, I really want to. I mean, my fucking last name is Reed. But, like, and my, and my whole family loves to read. My dad has, like, a huge library oh, and dad. everything. And my sister, my dad used to take all my sisters and I to the library all the time when we were mm-hmm. younger and get us new books and stuff. But, and I just made this shitty excuse of, oh, I don't have time. Or, or they'd be, like, boring school books. Yeah. Like, this yeah, when someone tells me to read, I'm like, shut up. Fuck you. Yeah, so... <laughs> But she has given me this book, that letting go book. And oh. I've been wanting to like actually sit down and read it and yes, everything. Yes, dude, but you have to. I think even when you feel like you don't have time. My stomach is wild right now. Sorry. You guys can hear that through the mic. I'm very sorry. I had a coffee. It's woo. But even if you feel like you don't have time, like make time. Because that's, that's the kind of stuff for, like when you read those words and everything, it's not like really directly coming from someone else like a like a someone close in your life and so maybe mm, those are like your yeah, realizations so yeah like oh yeah and like oh i'm listening to this author because i don't know them they don't know anything about me but they're mm-hmm. giving me these words so it becomes knowledge in my head and not knowledge in the world also book rec um does the design of everyday things okay by um i think it's norman something norman but it's kind of i'm reading it right now for my um one of my classes and it's a lot about psychology and like furniture design and just like objects design like inventions but a lot of the philosophy and psychology behind it is super super intriguing like why is like like why things are designed the way they are and it's mm -hmm. like and they are designed that way because they're they're analyzing like human anatomy and human psychology that's Um, cool and it's yeah i really really like that book i'm gonna read it and I would read it way more if they didn't tell me to read it. But the times where I've just, like, leisurely read it, it's been good. Um, you got to read the book. I know. It's, I on, kept, my, it's on my nightstand Whenever right she now. was, like, going through all the breakup stages, I'm like, there's a really good chapter in letting go for that one. And then she, like, moves on to the next one. I'm like, there's a really good chapter in letting go for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, I know. But, yeah, that book is amazing. I've recommended it a lot on here. But that book really changed my life, like, for real. Um, yeah, Letting Go by David Hawkins. And I gave it to Sage's little brother, and he really likes it. It's a great book. So, anyway, um, this other book that I posted some quotes from yesterday called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. One of the quotes is by Viktor Frankl, and it said, Man does not simply exist, but always decides what his existence will be, what he will become the next moment. By the same token, every human being has a freedom to change at any instant. And this book just breaks down why you're literally the only thing that's in your way from whatever your goal is or whatever whatever it is that you want or whatever it is you're, like, suffering from to an extent. Like, you're usually in your way in some shape or another. Like, there's something that you're doing that's blocking yourself. Like, if you're mm-hmm. in a really bad situation, you got to get out. of Like, you're the only one that can take yourself out of it. And, of course, not extreme examples. But, like, if you're in a bad relationship and you don't really love him anymore, you're the only one that can remove yourself from the situation. Like, you can't just wait for him to leave. That's a Mm -hmm. small example. But here's another quote um, from the book. I'll read one, too. Okay. You will come across obstacles in life, fair and unfair, and you will discover time and time again that what matters most is not what these obstacles are, but how we see them and how we react to them, and whether we keep our composure. You will learn that this reaction determines how successful we'll be in overcoming or possibly thriving because of them. And I just think that's something I've really been realizing lately that my days 
and how they go are completely up to me. That's something I've realized over quarantine because there's not a whole lot of change going on. There's not, there's no excitement or new things happening that would normally get me really excited or get, have my week go by faster or whatever it is. Or, you know, have a full week and then look forward to Friday so then you can let loose. Like, that doesn't happen anymore. Every day is the fucking same. Yeah. So, like, (laughs) each day, each day is up to me for how it's going to go. And it's, like, I've been having some bad days, and then the next day I'm like, no, I'm not going to do this. So then I do, do my whole routine, do what I need to do to try to get my mindset in the right um, right order. And, um, like, just how how you react to things, even if it's small, matters so much. Because once you start negatively reacting to things that you don't really need to, it just gets so much easier. Like, you have one bad thought, and then the next one, and then you stub your toe, and you're like, God! damn it mm-hmm. and then like the dish won't fit correctly in the dishwasher and you like get really frustrated or you drop yeah. an egg and you're pissed or like whatever it is mm-hmm. it just builds and builds and builds and builds and the only way to combat that is just to like harness the power of your mind yeah and it's probably really helpful too to like uh what's that uh compartmentalize and just like kind of like organize it in your head where the small things are really just small things like don't sweat them and probably the things that you think are really big things in your life too they're like if you were to take a step back and really evaluate it they might actually be smaller than you think they are yeah Um, perspective yeah perspective and so yeah yeah perspective is really 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 big like if you you're feeling really shitty and then you zoom out like zoom 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 way out and just see it from like a bird's eye view there's still so much you probably have to be grateful for and that Mm -hmm. can really I've talked about that in my gratitude podcast but gratitude can really just squash everything else that's like the what was that quote? I can't even remember my own damn quotes, but it was like <laughs> gratitude is the only way out of fear or something. Or no, gratitude's the only direct way out of comparison. I think is what it was. Oh, yeah. I didn't. That wasn't my quote. Oh, I just shared. I just shared. I know. I'm like shit. <laughs> I should write a book. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. What was your What was yours? Oh, this is kind of like another thing with like um, perspective too. Like if you were if you're kind of going through a tough time and everything, yeah. Think about the stuff that you're grateful for, but also think about like. You can really only play, like, the victim for so long. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of people Ooh, feel so... That's a big one. Like, upset, and they can dwell in it and everything like that. And it feels like the end of the world just to get yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. And some days are better than others and everything. And it's not... Like, even though if you have, like, three good days in a row, it doesn't mean that you're going to yeah. continue having good days. Like, you may have a bad day every day for a whole week and <laughs> mm-hmm. everything. But it doesn't mean that things aren't going to get better sometime later. Like, everyone's path is, is different. Everyone's... Mm-hmm. Like recovery and growth is it's not really going to be a straight line it's not it's mm-hmm. going to be messy for everyone no one's perfect no one's process is perfect so um i guess i just want to read you guys this quote because it's like one it's one i like screenshotted afterwards and it yeah it really helped me was this um, one of the first ones like right yeah right after you guys were up yeah it says um i was the type of oh, i don't even know this is kind of cringe do you want me to read it or you read it it's okay. Kind of There's a lot of people going through breakups. I've had so many people, like, post and think about all the people in He's Hub that are like, I'm going through a breakup, ladies, help me. Oh, There's a lot of people I'm sure that could benefit. Okay. So if you're, like, one of the people that, like, hold on to things and try to dwell on the past, like me, you might benefit from this quote. <laughs> I don't know. So it says, I was the type of person that held on to things too tight, unable to release my grip when it no longer felt right. And although it gave me blisters and my fingers would all ache... I always thought that holding on was worth the pain it takes. 
I used to think in losing things, I'd lose a part of me too. That slowly I'd become someone my heart no longer knew. Then one day something happened. I dropped what I had once held dear, but my soul became much lighter instead of filled with fear. And it taught my heart that some things aren't meant to last for long. They arrive to teach you lessons and then continue on. You don't have to cling to people who no longer make you smile or do something you've come to hate if it isn't worth your while. That sometimes the thing you're fighting for isn't worth the cost and not everything you ever lose is bound to be a loss. So that one went like really hit deep wow, for me. Wow, that's so, I love that so much. Um, Wait, can I see it? Yeah. And you can apply that to so many things. Mm-hmm. Like obviously that really hits home going through a breakup because that just is like hitting the fucking nail on the head. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's so, oh, that's so good. Who's this person? Oh, was it Ernest? No. E.H. is not Ernest Hemingway, I don't think. Maybe. I don't don't know. I I like that. You had some other good ones, too, didn't you? Yeah, I, like, screenshot them all the time. (laughs) There's, but there's some other ones that were, like, super, like, cheesy, kind of. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people like those ones. Yeah. But a lot of them just kind of say, like, you need to let go, but you need to make the decision yourself. Um, Like, avoid being petty or resentful and Mm -hmm. holding hate in your heart, because that takes up a lot of space in in your heart and you know they're not paying rent so <laughs> yeah you should, it's not free space yeah so you should hold space for you know good emotions and I'm it's obviously easier said than done but like once you realize that you have the power like the ultimate power to what you want to hold in your heart mm-hmm. then you have like unlimited freedom and you just like reach this like Fanty. line of like What's that? Like serendipity. Like, that's a whole... Like, I think it's just an illusion where people just, like, soak in their sadness and everything. And I'm... Sh- it's... Everyone, like I said, everyone's path is different. And it's super hard to get... to pe- For people to pick themselves up and everything. Even if they have a huge and, like, awesome support system and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, once you've really reached that level by yourself, then it just... You're kind of, like, unstoppable, I think. Yeah. And it's going to be way easier for you to carry on by yourself and be alone. Damn, you're spitting some freaking tea right now. I know. Shit. You're on a roll, bitch. And I'm not even drunk. I know. I was like, I don't want this one to be a drunk podcast. I want yeah. this to be like a vibey one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there does come a point where you're you have to hold yourself accountable and it is much easier to just like sit in your sadness and throw yourself a pity party because it feels good and it allows you to just not take action and of course yeah if you're sad like be sad feel your feelings like I'm not saying it all to not feel your feelings but there comes a point when you're again the only one like getting in your way and Mm -hmm. you just have to freaking do whatever you can do whatever you can do whatever you have to do to get out of it and we're not saying like if that means, like, going to a therapist or, like, going back to the doctor or getting, like, some medication or talking to your family or whatever it might be or literally just, like, taking a shower and eating, like, whatever it is, there's going to be one step that you can take towards, like, pulling yourself out of the situation, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and even if you, like, yourself. relapse, you know, yeah, and go back to what wasn't good for you and everything like that, it doesn't, that's not a sign of you being weak. Yeah. It's just you needed to learn a little bit longer. You just needed to go rerun the lesson a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's just like if you failed a math test and you need to study 
problem be a little bit more like that's just what you need to do in order for you to move on yeah like everyone's you know pace is different um and your your progress is just varies on yeah it's unique to you yeah and that's that's another thing like you kind of I feel or at least what I believe is you keep getting shown the same problems over and over until you learn how to deal with them and you're going to keep getting the same lessons until you, like, conquer them within yourself. So I feel mm-hmm. like if you... It takes people longer than others. Like Cap said, everyone has a unique path. But I can definitely tell when I'm in a loop and I'm like, this is happening. Like, I know that there's something I have to, like, conquer here and, like, work on within myself because it's just going to keep happening until I've worked on it. And I just think realizing that and being able to step back and get the perspective like oh shit this is happening again it's the same thing happening Mm -hmm. again like clearly I need to figure out what's going on here but it's hard obviously all this shit's hard but it's Mm -hmm. worth it though it's definitely worth it Mm -hmm. but did you have another one oh yeah that was just kind of like with the healing thing it just said resist the urge to give up on healing just because it isn't a straight line um or it, it isn't the straight line you thought it would be. Messy, messy healing is still progress. Mm-hmm. So nice. that's a little booster. A little booster for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have another one. <laughs> it's long though. I posted it on my uh, podcast Instagram and my regular one because oh. I really liked it. <laughs> really spreading the word. I know. <laughs> Shoot. People need some. People need something to like hold on to these days. You mm-hmm. know, it's tough. Times are tough out there. Um, Oh, here's another one from that book, Obstacles the Way. In life, our first job is this, to divide and distinguish things into two categories. Externals I cannot control, but the choices I make with regard to what to them I do control. Where will I find good and bad in me and in my choices? That's by Epictetus. He's an old stoic, I'm pretty sure. Don't recognize Epictetus. I don't know. How would you say that name? Epictetus? 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 Epictetus. 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 But basically, leave it to us to like make a titty joke out of old stomach saying. But um, it's true. Externals I cannot control and the choices I make with regard to them that I do control. That's just some real tea and it's, it's hard. And it's and that's honestly why I think sometimes when you meet old people, they're just so wise and, like, mm-hmm. because they've had their whole life to practice, like, controlling their emotions and knowing yeah. what's worth, like, reacting. I mean, your dad is a great example over mm-hmm. that. Like, he is pretty cool-headed for the things that he mm-hmm. has to deal with. Yeah. And I feel, you know, I, I feel like everyone, like, our age, too, when you can, when you hear someone older than you trying to tell you, or teach you a lesson or tell you how to react and everything and some people get annoyed with it and be like well I'm different or it's yeah. it's, it's not the same situation now or whatever but yeah. really you can gain a lot of knowledge from your elders and oh for sure even a, like a stranger even mm-hmm. like they, yeah. like there's no connection there it's basically a therapist and mm-hmm. it's free so yeah I've gotten some wisdom like, bombs from random people yeah and I think that's so cool that's like the thing yeah. that I love about where I'm like I want to talk to people I have no yeah like, I don't even too. know and I don't want to like plan on knowing them like I want to have those kind of conversations this is like the realization I had this summer when I was like I just want to meet random yeah, yeah. people and I want them to tell me all their stories like I don't even want to mm-hmm. talk about me I just want to learn about yeah. their life and then I want to apply it to me and just like 
have all these stories that influence my like my mind and like mm-hmm. I want like I want to hear like just other things I want like I want a different like a different dialogue in my head and that yeah. meant like meeting people all over the world which COVID kind of like ruined for me yeah but, but it'll happen it'll happen yeah like I've been thinking like how can I do that and I thought like maybe I should just sell everything and just travel the world and mm-hmm. like Maybe join the Peace Corps. And, and yeah, I, th- I considered joining the Peace Corps, and then I saw that you have to graduate um, college first, and so I'm waiting on that. Um, I also thought about, well, eventually with, like, my career, I wanted to do something with, like, like I'm doing interior architecture and design, but I wanted to work with some kind of firm or, like, partner with, like, a nonprofit um, organization and, like, travel the world and go, I don't, Habitat for Humanity? I don't know if that's it. It's it's I'm like not sure. it's like well, it's just like something like that where you just kind of go around the world and you just like build affordable housing for um, third third world countries, mm-hmm. and I think that's so cool yeah, and it's so humbling, cool. and mm-hmm. like it really just yeah. puts you in your spot and like such good perspective. You can come from any kind of like background or um, social status yeah, or anything you like that. Such interesting people, and it'll be beneficial for every single person, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what really strips us down to the core. Of, like, yeah. who we are, what our we're values are. Yeah, like we're all humans. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't think anyone's born wanting to hate anyone or burden yeah. anyone, you know? And so I think it's natural that for everyone, no matter if you're, like, not really touchy or nurturing <laughs> or whatever. Like, I love, like, seeing what good I can bring people. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's, like, words or actions or, like, acts of service or anything. Yeah. Like, it's just nothing so fulfilling. Nothing feels better than that. Like, yeah. really. Yeah. Like, I'd rather literally have, like, nothing if it meant, like, I would see everyone, like, I could see, like, firsthand what I'm offering yeah. to other people, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like just, like, anything. Like, making little school supply backpacks for kids that don't have school supplies or, you know, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know. There's yeah. so much out there that yeah. I want to do. Like, maybe help farm rice in the Philippines. Who yeah. knows? Like, or... I don't know. I'm just like, ah, that's what I wanted to do this summer, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. Keep the dream alive. itchy about keep it. The dream lo- keep the dream alive. Yeah. Hopefully I can meet you and do something. We can collab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really, I, I know. I, that's the thing. I'm just like, damn it, damn, dude. Give me like, give me like eight years. Give mm-hmm. me, give me some time. Give me and take some time. And then I'm going to like, I want to help so many people. Like, just give me mm-hmm. a f- few years. We just got to stack some cash so I can go help people. Yeah. And like, I, I really want to do that because I feel like what else is the purpose of even being here if we're not yeah. going to help people? Yeah. It's great to enjoy things like on your own and build something for yourself and everything because it's, it's obviously very, like, everyone wants stability, you know? No one really mm-hmm. wants a crazy like unsettling yeah. life but like I just figured like when's the time going to happen like there, there was half of me that was like I just want a house and I want yeah I want like down. that family and that mm-hmm. stable career and just like settle down and then I can go on these vacations every year or whatever but now and then there was always that other half of me too that was just like no screw it I was yeah. like I'm just gonna sell everything anyone can have anything I have yeah and I'm just going to go off and kind of figure it out as I go. And it sounds really scary. And whenever I explain it to people, they're like, what the fuck are you thinking about? <laughs> like you're going to throw away your whole life. And I'm like, no, I think I'm finding my life. <laughs> no, I think it's great. So I think it's perfect. That's what I've been wanting to. And honestly, like stuff, like I was, I'm so like sentimental about objects. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, a she really curse. is saying she wants to get rid of everything. is like a big deal. Yeah. Cause you really like, like I get attached stuff. to like. In the past. Like, furniture. I get attached to, yeah, like, like a piece of clothing. Attached. Like, 
yeah, like really, really bad. Yeah. And it just like holds space and it doesn't pay any rent in there. <laughs> um, I like that you're using that analogy. Like, I'm just like, come on, like I need people to pay rent. I can't go do these things. Like I need, I need space and that I can, you know, yeah. there's only so much in me. And so I want to get rid of like everything. Just like your priorities. Yeah. Like they're all getting shifted around, figured yeah. out. Shifted around. Things are getting like, um, clearer in my head. Sometimes things get foggy and stuff, but <laughs> That happens. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like a big analogy girl, but sometimes if I go too much on my analogies and my metaphors, no one really understands what I'm talking about. But like, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. but relating to what? <laughs> yeah, I could be talking about like a card game and I'm like relating it you to like life. You said one the other day and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always like, once you explain it, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I just always think of that. Yeah. Maybe it's like a, maybe it's a sales tactic. My dad taught me. So. <laughs> or maybe it's your cancer sign, cancer moon. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah, when you were telling me the other day, that was probably one of those, like, crying moments we had, but... Yeah. When you <laughs> We've were had saying, a lot of those lately. <laughs> like, a fucking lot! <laughs> Tears have been shed on both sides. <laughs> yeah. But when you were saying, like, it was, like, a blessing and a curse that... Oh, yeah. I have, like, that double cancer thing, mm-hmm. and, like, I feel everything. Like, I'm, like, what, sensory or something like that? Like, I... Like, I feel, like, a lot of emotions. I feel, like, a lot of... I feel, like, everyone's... I feel, like, I feel everyone's emotions around me, and I carry them really... Yeah. Really heavy, and, like, like touch-wise, too. Like, sense-wise, like, I can close my eyes, mm-hmm. and I can smell something, yeah, and it just, like, brings really back so sense. many memories. Like, it brings back memories from, like, 2003. Yeah. And same with touch, like, texture, or like, wind, like, temperature. Like, it just, like, something brings it back, and I get super nostalgic all the time. Like, it's like I'm that so Raven or something, but yeah. it's like from the past, not the future, the past. past. Yeah. And so sometimes I feel like a witch. So. <laughs> you are. Um, yeah, kind of cool, too, because I feel like it helps me a lot understand a lot of people and where they're coming from. I see, like, a lot of different sides of, like, everyone's mm-hmm. story. But then it kind of sucks, too, because then I get lost in everyone's story and I forget where I'm coming from. Ooh, yeah. And I forget, like what my opinion is because I take everyone's thoughts and words into consideration yeah and so I'm like what's mine what really is mine yeah. and I think I know what mine is and then I'm like but really Wait, was it hers yeah yeah so, and you're like talking about the cancer or the crab shell because the oh, cancer yeah. is a crab I didn't know that <laughs> yeah and I, I was expl- I don't know why I never explained that like before but I was like yeah like you have that tough shell and then like, sometimes when it just gets too much to feel all the emotions, you, like, have that rough exterior and you have those claws and you're just going to, like, fucking snap someone. Yeah. Because sometimes you're just, like, because you feel everything. So then when you can't anymore, you just get, like, super, like, hard shell. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's coming in. I'm not letting anyone in. Ghosting you. Oh, like, yeah. I'm, like, queen of ghosting. She, yeah, she is. Like, not talking to anyone for, like, days or weeks or yeah, stuff like that. I just... Like I just easy. ignore it at so, this point. Yeah. I just show up at your house and yeah. like, let me in, bitch. I know, like, nothing's personal. I, like, this was, like, the, I think this year was, like, the year when I finally told Rohini, I'm like, all right, this is happening right now. Yeah. It's my heads she up. She always that. tells me. I, I love that. She's like, just a heads up. I'm going to be ghosting for the next three days. So yeah, like, something well, terrible just happened. Yeah, I'm like, this is a good thing. Coping mechanism. Yeah, I'm like, at least I'm letting her know so she doesn't blow up my phone, yeah. you know? <laughs> and so now I'm just like. All right, heads up, girl. I'm going to be MIA probably two, three weeks or something. So, like, don't contact me. I see it, but I won't reply, okay? Yeah. So. <laughs> but I don't listen. Yeah. But, yeah, I know. I like that you warned me now. Yeah. 
I'm like, that's a big step. That is a big step. Because I didn't know I did it. And then oh, in like high like, school, everyone was like, why aren't you talking to me? And I'm like, bitch, do I need to explain? Or something <laughs> like, why do I? You did do that in high school, too. Yeah. I know. I just like, and same with my parents, too. Like, my dad would like, I talked to my dad like two times a day. But <laughs> if I don't answer know. one of his phone calls or something, oh, he knows something's up. He's, He's like, like, she's, oh, she's going off. She's going off, you know. <laughs> and so he'll call again. more and more. But I think he understands, too, because... He, he's kind of, he's like me too. Like he does the same thing. If he's really stressed out, we'll talk to each other. But there's a point where we just like cap it and then we just have to be by ourselves in our, in our thoughts. Yeah. Oh, Jimbo. Yeah. Love that guy. I know. Love my dad. Oh, side note, there's a blueberry emoji now, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally so hype about that. I love blueberries. And the emoji's really cute. But anyway, back to the topic. Um, Oh, yeah, I know. I saw that. Catherine had, like, the first pimple in her entire (laughs) life, and it's so small. But I know, that is... She has the best skin ever, you guys. She's like, yeah, I think I have a pimple. I'm like, I have, like, 25 at any given time. This is all stress, y'all. I know. It's so small. It looks like a little freckle. (laughs) It's red. But... Yeah. Okay, this is the thing that I posted. I just liked it. So, the title's What I Ache For. It doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for, and if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dream, for the adventure of being alive. It doesn't interest me what planets are squaring your moon. I want to know if you have touched the center of your own sorrow, if you have been opened by life's betrayals, or have become shriveled and closed from fear of further pain. I want to know if you can sit with pain, mine or your own, without moving to hide it, fade it, or fix it. I want to know if you can be with joy, mine or your own, if you can dance with wildness and let ecstasy fill you to the tips of your fingers and toes without cautioning us to be careful, be realistic, or to remember the limitations of being human. It doesn't interest me if the story you are telling me is true. I want to know if you can disappoint another to be true to yourself, if you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul. I want to know if you can be faithful and therefore be trustworthy. I want to know if you can see beauty even when it's not pretty every day, and if you can source your life on the edge of the lake and shout to the sliver of the moon. It doesn't interest me where you live or how much money you have. I want to know I can get you up after a night of grief and despair, weary and bruised to the bone, and do what needs to be done for the children. It doesn't interest me who you know or how you came to be here. I want to know if you will stand in the center of the fire with me and not shrink back. It doesn't interest me where or with whom you have studied. I want to know what sustains you from the inside when all else falls away. I want to know if you can be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments. And that's by Oriya, a mountain dreamer and Indian elder. I found that on Pinterest. I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I'm making that. I know. I, I was seeing you in my purples. You were like nodding and like yeah. moving your head and just like, fuck. Each, yeah, little each, what's those called? Those couplets or something? Oh, I'm not sure. We should ask Mrs. Cave. Yeah, those, like, <laughs> those poem terms. Yeah. Each one, I was like, whoa. Whoa, I know. He kept, they just kept coming. But, yeah, so I want to know if you can disappoint another to be true to yourself, if you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I really liked that. I feel like it just sums it all up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, everyone's got those, like, little diary entries on Pinterest. You got your quotes saved up yeah, on your Pinterest. Yeah, we got them. Yeah, I think that's, like, my most used, like, board on Pinterest, mm-hmm. but it's private because, you know. Yeah, 
she be in her feels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't want like people to know exactly what you're thinking. Exactly what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a good. I showed you this one already, but like that's another meaning for the butterfly tattoo. You do not just wake up and become the butterfly. Growth is a process. Yeah, from our yeah. girl Rupi. Ruby Carr. Yeah, Ruby Carr. She's famous. <laughs> yeah, her books like made poetry hip for the for our generation. I feel mm-hmm. like. I mean, I loved poetry out loud. You know. Yeah, I know. I did too. Actually, everyone's Love like, that. "Oh, P.O.L. again." I'm like, "Yes, yeah, I'm I like, get to perform I'm my poem." I'm like, my favorite time of the year. So. <laughs> I honestly liked it. Yeah, you always the kiss so good. by Robert. Oh Frost. my God! <laughs> <laughs> Are you shaken? Are you stirred? I literally remembered it because of you, because you would say it so many times. By a whisper of love, spellbound by a word. <laughs> I could, I could, that took me, holy shit, that took me right back in English class. So Are you shaken? Our, Are you stirred? <laughs> by a whisper of love, spellbound by a word. I love that I didn't poem. even learn that poem. It was because you would say it so many times yeah. and I learned it. Yeah. You would perform that shit. Yeah, no, I, I didn't even, like, relate to it. I was just like, <laughs> like, I think whoever got to the, like, the final round of Poetry Out Loud got a prize or something, and I was like, like fuck, Ooh. yes. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That was good. I, like, read it in front of everyone. Do you everyone. remember the rest? Are you shaking your stirred by my word? Does time cease to move as a dark gray sky expands into something like that as the clouds move by? Or something. Damn. If I, if I could, I, dude, I, like, thought about that for years. <laughs> it's been, like, eight years. Yeah, it's been, so it's been a long time. I can't believe I used Robert so, Frost. Let me holding see. it down still in her memory. Robert. That's so funny. Let me see. Now I just need to look it up just shaken? to see. Are you stirred? Okay. And then you get really dramatic. You're like, are you shaken? Are you stirred? <laughs> <laughs> and do all these movements in oh, your hands. By a whisper of love spell bound to a word, yeah. Does time cease to move till her calm gray eye expands to a sky and the clouds of her hair like storms go by? Ooh. Then the lips that you have kissed turn to frost and fire. Mm-hmm. And a white steaming mist obscures desire. I remember that I one. So back to their birth, fade water, <laughs> air, earth. She gets so dramatic. She goes, water, air, earth. <laughs> like the airbender. Um, and the first power moves over void and dearth. Dearth, yeah. Is that love? No. <laughs> but, but death. <laughs> a passion, a shout, the deep breath in and breath roaring out. <laughs> And once that is flown, you must lie alone, without hope, without life. Oh, yeah. Poor flesh, sad bone. <laughs> is that love? No, but that- <laughs> <laughs> That's my party trick, guys. That, yeah. <laughs> That's the poem Catherine picked. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so... Oh they just said God. something that connects with you, and I just thought... Like, ooh, dearth. <laughs> yeah. No, death. death. <laughs> Fire, air, earth. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Dude. Oh, my God. I feel like we've been unlocking some really specific high school memories this week. That oh, just really yeah. really funny. Oh, you know me and list, right? I was going to say, I'm going to make a list of party tricks. Because, you know, <laughs> you always forget about them. I mean, it's not like we're going to parties, but like... Yeah. I don't like, think I have. party tricks? You got, you, I know you got a couple, but you my forget ac- about them, you know? My accents. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, the accents, oh, accents come and go for me, too, when I'm drunky, but, yeah, like, yeah. like, I can't do them on the list. Show. Oh, yeah, let me just write that down. <laughs> party trick, Robert Frost. <laughs> oh, my God. Party so tricks. Okay, so it's already been an hour, but we're going to answer a few of your questions. 
Um, I just posted on my main Instagram, kind of last minute, but you guys definitely came through and sent some. Ooh, got a couple questions. How do I know what my dream life is and how, like, how do you find you're passionate for life? What your passion is? Mmm. Or like, shit, let me think about that. What your passion is and what your dream life? Yeah. I think, like, I think you start knowing it. I think you really know when you're younger like you have like those when you're a kid, memories yeah. yeah when you're a kid and you start mm-hmm. realizing like whoa like maybe when you finally reach reach that what that dream life later on in your life in your life and you just start to realize like whoa i was like that's kind me. of moving towards this when i was a kid or i had these tendencies as a kid or like that was one of my like main hobbies that i just like really enjoyed doing um that's what they say in these books i read always that like Go back to what your inner child wants because mm-hmm. once your ego gets added, you stop thinking that. Like once you're on the playground and someone makes fun of you for saying you want to be an astronaut or whatever it is, yeah. like that's, and then you get everyone in society saying you need to study and do homework and go to college and blah blah blah, like get in the grind. But when you go back to what your inner child wants, like the really simple things, like mm-hmm. I literally, my mom sent me some photos. Uh, I think for my fourth. When I was four for Christmas, I asked for mm-hmm. a Hello Kitty laptop and a, a makeup set. And there's a photo of me on a laptop with one hand and putting on makeup on the other. And I was like four. Yes, yeah, you like, never did that. Literally <laughs> exactly what I do these days. Yeah. And then I also always did a like a cafe and spa. I always mm-hmm. set up a cafe and spa in my living room when I was really little too. So yeah, I wonder if you would have got along when we were kids. <laughs> I, wonder, I mean, I would love that now. But you're more like tomboy picking up turtles and stuff. Yeah, I'm over here, like, having garage sales and, like, yeah, rearranging the furniture in my house. I had house. garage sales, too. I did that, too. <laughs> I would always, like, draw. Like, I always said I wanted to be an artist. Yeah. You're um, really good at drawing. And I wanted to, like, I would just, like, build, like, random shit out of, like, trees and wood in my house mm-hmm. and stuff. Very and, like, crafty. Like, I loved, I loved crafty doing crafty. that kind of stuff. So that's pretty... Pretty spot on now. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that your dream life... Like, once you do reach that like, yeah. true passion and that dream life of yours, it doesn't mean that's going to come easy because it's supposed to be, It's that's what you're supposed to be doing. It still is probably going to require a lot of work, a lot of triumph, and, like, it's going to be really difficult to reach it. And it may feel like that's you're going down the wrong path. And mm-hmm. it's... A lot of mistakes. It's, yeah, a lot of... It's, like, may feel like, oh, this is not for me. Like, why did I read this wrong? Like, it's not actually going to be an easy route. Mm-hmm. I haven't even reached it. I don't even know why I'm yeah. like preaching to something that hasn't even yeah. happened, but I just know this is what I'm supposed to be doing and it's not just going to be handed to you. And it can change at any point. Like you'll never know if you're going in the right path until there are like things that tell you what the wrong path is. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like there has to be something that like bumps you back and maybe mm-hmm. it is a hardship. Maybe it's getting fired from that one job that mm-hmm. you thought you loved. And then you're like, Oh shit. Now I have to start over. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes things that really suck are what yeah. will ultimately push you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But I think I think going back to what you liked as a kid and also what just excites you. Like, you could do it all day and it just makes you so excited and, like, just lights you up. And it's not, it's like, it's not a chore to talk about it or think about it. It's just something that you could talk about for days or think about for days and never get tired of it. Because it's just endlessly exciting and, like, you just want to want to immerse yourself in it mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's just fun I think or it won't feel like a job everyone says yeah like, it won't feel want, like a job yeah you don't want your career to feel like work all the time because then you'll hate it because and everyone has different things like people genuinely love being like a mathematician like people mm-hmm. fucking love that yeah that's not for me but 
that like lights people up and mm-hmm. that's you know you just have to find whatever that is for you and there's nothing wrong with like you know making a few taking a few missteps or having to start over um yeah nothing wrong with that there's no timeline everyone's unique mm-hmm. okay let's see do you look fit girl I want to take so many cool yoga classes. Like, not even just yoga classes. I want to take so many cool workout classes. You not just like do pole dancing. Yeah, I want to do pole dancing. I want to do, like, that mm. one where they, like... Sexy girl. Where they put the you aerial. in, like, the aerial bungee yeah. thing or... That looks fun. Just, like, not your typical, like, oh, when you think of a workout class, you're yeah. going to go to, like, P90X or something. Like, yeah. Like, I wanna, fun, adventurous yeah. shit. Like, something on a trampoline. Yeah. I want some guy to be, like, forcing me to dance and, like, hit it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well... I bet you definitely will do that. There's yeah, that's the stuff I'll places. spend my money on. Like, I, yeah. I don't even care anymore. I'm like, well, like, I could be Invest saving in money. Invest yourself, honey. Yeah. Your, your health and well-being is the best investment. Same with groceries. Like, hey, I'm not going to be getting generic or <laughs> Go get organic Yeah, or actually, Air might Mom be going, like, oh, yeah, or, like, the farmer's markets. I'm like, oh, yeah. I love going to farmer's markets with my mom in Maui, <laughs> even yeah. though she yell at me if I, like, ask for the sweets and stuff. Like, but it's fine. It's, it's so, so fun. fun. Okay, okay, we gosh, we need to answer okay. more questions. Um, how do you know when your gut is guiding you versus your head, and how do you know which to follow? Um, I think your head, like, screams at you, and your gut is, like, super subtle, because they're, like, I think your gut knows that eventually, even if you don't follow your gut at first, your gut just, like, chills in the back, and it's just, like, uh, she's going to realize this sooner or later, so I'm just going to chill here. And yeah. when she realized it, I'm just going to be like, I'm not going to be like, told you so, girl, but I'm just going to be like, all right, I'm glad you came to the realization. That's actually so and I'm crazy. Here. Did right? you hear my analogies, girl. Yeah, but did you... I Okay, she's crazy in a good way. <laughs> but I read this this thing that was talking about how you know what your, um, like your inner guidance is or how to follow your... Uh, intuition and um, knowing what's different from your ego versus your intuition like and it it says your intuition is just a suggestion it's like Mm -hmm. gentle and it it you hear it in your mind or whatever as just a gentle suggestion so that's Mm -hmm. literally what you just said like yeah it's like I think this would be better or Mm -hmm. I think you should maybe try this but it's not like and then your head is like you fucking stupid bitch like you really Mm -hmm. did this again like it's like always calling you out always trying to yell at you or force you to do something there's always Mm -hmm. like an end agenda I feel like when it's your head and your ego yeah because your head has all the influence from like your knowledge in the in the world you have your all your insecurities yeah like you get it from you hear everyone else's voice in your head but your gut has never been affected by anyone but you like there's no way it can be like infiltrated so (laughs) infiltrating it yeah so yeah that's what I what, what was the name of the question? Well, yeah, how to know which is which. Oh. I think that's a good, like, if it's a negative one, like, if, if it's a voice in your head talking down about yourself or someone else, that's your ego. Like, that's oh. not your gut. Your your gut and your intuition doesn't talk shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it's, it's just a guide. Or you could say, like, the spirit or whatever it is, um, learning how to, like, I mean, this is very, like, getting into spiritual stuff, but I've been getting more into that and just figuring out what is, um, like, spirit guides or what is my Mm -hmm. inner voice trying to tell me and what's my ego and how to figure that all out. And it it definitely, it's like a gentle suggestion. That doesn't, that, there's no timeline. It doesn't need you to do anything fast. It's not rushing you. It's Mm -hmm. not pushing you in any way. It's just a suggestion. That's yeah. how I feel like it is. And she said, which which do you f- to follow? Like, how do you know which to follow? 
Mm, I mean, I would always say to follow your gut. Think of it as like the angel and the devil on your shoulder. Mm -hmm. And obviously the devil always speaks a little bit louder. But I say you go with your gut because your gut's what's going to, your gut's going to push you towards what's truly best for you. Mm -hmm. And your head is going to push you what is going to be best for you and your peers or good. Mm -hmm. What you think is best for you. Like based Based on on all of your shit, all of your like baggage and what everyone else thinks Mm -hmm. of you and everything scary you've ever read on the news. Like it's Mm -hmm. like that, that affects your um, mind. Yeah. And And it's, it's really hard to like, differentiate the two and just like really be like well what's my gut saying and what's my head saying but I mean I wouldn't even know how to like you like you just really need to understand your your thought process and yourself in order to figure out which one is speaking like yeah like you may not know if you're you may think that the decision you make is your gut decision but it's actually your head like what's going on in your head you know like, I don't know how like, that's just something that you learn to kind yeah, of... Yeah, like, learn how to... T- and just test it with smaller things, yeah. too. And I think I've talked about this in another episode. Like, you can... You can... Um, like, if you're having negative thoughts in your mind about yourself or someone else, there's also another voice that can be like, no, I don't believe that. I don't think that. Like, shush. Like, there's two voices in your head or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the one that's rude and, like, telling you to talk shit about people or to be hard on yourself or to doubt yourself or whatever is your ego like your ego voice and then there's just another one that's like your gut and your instinct that's just like there and it's not judgmental or it only wants the best for you I guess Mm -hmm. um so yeah I would say definitely your gut but also um I don't know I feel like with big decisions just take time take your time to like make the decisions yeah unless you're me and you're like super spontaneous (laughs) and you're like YOLO F it but (laughs) I low key I already knew I was gonna be going yeah, somewhere. You, so you did. that's yeah. why I'm like it didn't, didn't come out of nowhere. Like yeah. it, it had been brewing. I just read that one again where she's like, no questions. I just fucking love when you have Catherine on the podcast. <laughs> Me too. Me three. Oh, what do you admire most about each other? That's oh. cute. It was very wholesome. Might start crying. <laughs> I know. Fuck. And I'm probably going to get my period, so... Yeah, I keep giving you it. I know. Our cycles <laughs> are, like, back and forth. I know. Um, okay, I'll go first, uh, I guess. Okay. What do I admire about you? Um, <laughs> you just already started crying. I know. <laughs> um, I admire how sweet you are, like, in your the core of your being. Like, you're very sweet person that just really wants the best for everyone and doesn't have bad intentions ever like you've never had bad intentions like you don't want to hurt people or like yeah sometimes you clam up a little bit and get like cold and hard but you'd never want to cause harm to anyone like when you retreat like retreat you're only basically causing harm to yourself (laughs) but you never want to spread it to anyone else like Mm -hmm. it's just so clear that all you want to do is like care for people and love people and be there for others and not like, make, you know, make the world a better place, like you said. I really admire that. And I also admire how good you are at advice. Because you're, like, the only person that can make me feel better a lot of times. <laughs> like, most of the time. Whoa. I know. Like, oh, God, we're going to start crying. <laughs> 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 She's leaving. This is emotional. 
emotional. Okay, literally tearing up. Um, yeah, you're like the only one that can make me feel better a lot of times. Like, yeah, my mom helps me a lot too. And like, Grace can sometimes too. But you're like the only one that can really get to the root and just make me feel better. So that sucks that you're leaving. But it's okay, we'll be on FaceTime. And what else? Um, I love how like bubbly and cheery you are. Admire that. Like, you're very fun to be around. Um, when you're in a good mood, <laughs> when you're in a good mood, you're, like, the funnest fucking person. Like, everyone yeah. wants to party with Kath. Um, so I admire that a lot about you, and I admire how much you've grown in the last years, too. Like, you've really made a lot of progress, I think, on yourself and, like, how you handle your emotions and handle things that happen to you. I mean, like, just the breakup is a huge thing. Like, mm-hmm. I just always, I keep saying, like, how proud I am of you, but I really am. You've, you've progressed a lot, and I just yes. love you so much. You're my best friend in the whole world. I know. Fuck. And I admire how cute you are, and you have really good skin. I obviously admire <laughs> that. I wish I could just, you like, say steal that it off you. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> Welcome. Um, it's funny, because I was going to say with the advice thing with you, I feel like you're the only one like, out of my friends. Like, like, when you were helping me through that, like that conversation like right after like we broke up you came over and you were mm-hmm. just like sitting there silently and like it took a lot for me to even open up and tell you about it and like say details because usually I just I never say details mm-hmm. and when you just like sat there and you weren't even saying anything and you were but like you were helping me like so much <laughs> whoa and you were just like and you just like looked at me or you just like I don't sometimes I don't really want to be touched but you like looked at me and then you just said I'm sorry I never know what to tell you because I feel like whatever I say is never going to help you and I'm like what the fuck that's like the furthest thing from the truth because like like I I feel so comfortable around you for like that reason and it's it's been like that since like I met you in like middle school where I just felt like you always had such an open heart and you would never ever like judge me even though I have to like mm-hmm. preface it with like don't judge me or anything like that and <laughs> like when like, have I ever bitch? <laughs> yeah, like you just like you just always are like just like super open and transparent and like you're you've always just been like kind and like mm-hmm. sometimes I don't feel like I've always been able to like show you how much like you've meant to me and like how much you just even, like, being there. I don't know, because I'm bad with my emo- Like, I can feel all these emotions, but I can't express them mm-hmm. to to you, especially because I'm, like, I, it's just, like, a given, you know? Like, I don't I just show you? Like, yeah. But, oh, yeah, you do. And I don't... Oh, God, I can't say this. <laughs> I can't say this. <laughs> I, like, I just... Like, I've never had a friend where... Like, she just, like, knows, you just, like, know what I'm thinking, and you know what I'm feeling, and, like, like, I feel like you read my mind all the time, (laughs) and, and it's just, like, you can complete my sentences, or I I don't even need to finish a thought, and you're just, like, okay, I I know what you're, Mm -hmm. like, saying, and it's, like, just, like, how we're connected, and it may not just be, like, a chance thing that we're, like, connected or whatever, but I think you're just so dedicated to your friends and people that you care about that... Like, you put in the work. You, mm-hmm. like, even if someone that you don't even know, like, you see all sides of a situation and all you want to do is just spread kindness, too. And, like, f- for anyone. And I also admire the fact that, like, I always thought you were, like, really strong. Like, I thought always thought you were, like, way stronger than I was and you were way more in tuned, like, with yourself. And 
like I, I love that you journal. Like I always get mm-hmm. so envious about you journaling or you taking vitamins or mm-hmm. you working out for yourself. And like I feel like you just take care of yourself so much and you're so in tune with like your books and stuff and you like you know so many more about your so much more about your feelings and mm-hmm. just like about the world that I'm like I'm just envious. I'm like, dude, she's so knowledgeable. Like she she can teach me so much mm-hmm. about like everything like if I'm if I'm struggling about something I don't really know about she's like I read a book about this and it could help you and I have vitamins for it too (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like how did you know that she's like I read three books I watched a documentary (laughs) and I met with a doula or something (laughs) and I'm like she had grabbed these vitamins myself or I have like my brother-in-law's uncle's wife's (laughs) friend from Venezuela (laughs) told me that a pigeon came by <laughs> and delivered this in the ancient Mayan times. And it helps with anxiety. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, amazing. And usually, I've always been skeptical of Rohini when she says shit like that, like, especially when we're younger and she'd be like, oh, the stars and the herbs yeah. and the and the stories. And I'd be like, God, Rohini, like, she's just a really out there, hippy-dippy girl. Even but then now, the past couple of years, I'm like, all right, girl, I'm hopping on. Yeah, I'm hopping, hopping on, on the and train. Like, I know, I'm like, hold, like I know, reach I got her to take my mushroom um, yeah. booster today before the podcast. Yeah. She's like, is it going to taste like shit? I'm like, no, it's pretty sweet. And she's like, okay. Yeah, and she really just takes this stuff down like nothing. But I guess I've just been really skeptical my whole life. <laughs> but just the fact that if you, I don't know, I was just telling you too the other day, my, my dad called me and told me, he's like, he's like, you never had, I was like, you need to, like, you've never had someone in your life like Rohini. Like, you mm-hmm. need to find her, like, keep her and cherish her, like, for the rest of your life, you know? Me like, too. Like, even though we are, like, so different and stuff, like, he already knows, like, how close we are. Mm-hmm. And we don't even need, like, I don't even think we fight. Like, no, we don't. I don't, like, like, no. No. And I'm we like, just shouldn't be business partners in terms of vintage rentals. Yeah, but other than it, was that, like, it, it wasn't, wasn't even, even, like, fight. fight. Yeah. We, we don't, we both didn't want to hurt each other's feelings so much that we just, like, didn't fucking talk. <laughs> both were like oh yeah that's always so like looking back it's actually really funny yeah oh for sure (laughs) i don't think it ended ugly or like no not at all just like we both were like like, this this ain't working let's just cut this now before like and maybe it would have if we had like a bigger plan and stuff but all these other outlier things happened and it was just like nah yeah yeah not worth but yeah yeah, not worth our friendship yeah even when we stopped talking, like, we weren't even fighting. We really just stopped talking. <laughs> like, after high school? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, it wasn't like, fuck that bitch. Yeah, like, we just were like, Ooh. Yeah. Dip. Yeah. And then and then I reached out finally, because you'd reached out a bunch of times. Not mm-hmm. a bunch, but, like, a couple times. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. That was it. And I'm so glad that we did, because literally, like, mm-hmm. I, I think I've talked about this before, maybe, on the podcast. I'm not sure, but I definitely yeah. feel like... Well, I actually asked my psychic if we were to get like we were together in mm-hmm. past lives, and she's like, "Oh yeah, like definitely," because oh. I've always felt like that. Like I felt like either in some lives maybe like I was your sister. Like I feel like in some lives I was your big sister, and then mm-hmm. some lives you were mine, or like you were my mom, or like I was mm-hmm. your mom. I don't know. I just feel so like connected to you and so like responsible right? for you. Like yeah. I like have to take care of you, and I know you feel like that yeah. about me too. Like I just am not gonna like. I have to take care of you. I have to make sure you're okay. Yeah. Like, it literally, like, like, I'll get, like, these, like, pangs. I'm like, Kevin's not okay. And I'll, like, text you and you're like, how did you know? Like, I'm not okay right now. I don't know. I just get 
these things. Yeah. Like, we're definitely really connected, so I feel really lucky. And I feel like if someone goes out of your... This is, like, another thing, but if someone, come like, leaves your life and everything, you may feel like you're cutting out someone toxic, and it's for be- it's for the best, and mm-hmm. it's, like, what's supposed to happen and everything, and it may hurt for a while, but, like, when Rohini was out of my life, mm-hmm. like... That shit hurt, like, every yeah. single day, and I was, like, coping with it, and it was, it was, like, a breakup, but it wasn't, like, I got the closure, and, like, it was, like, a void. Like, you yeah. just, like, feel this hole, and you're just, like, oh, maybe I'll, like, get, I'll get a best friend later in my life anyways. I'm only 17 or 18 yeah. or whatever, but, like, it really felt like I had this, like, hole in my heart, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I just thought, like, here. well, maybe it'll fill up eventually or whatever, and then when... And I think whenever I tried to get close with friends, like, I still have other, like, really close friends and stuff, but, like, there was just nothing that, like, was, like, number one on the top of, like, the pedestal, you know, where, like, I hold Rohini really highly. And yeah, I'm like, Kevin's, she's my family. Like, yeah. we're not, we're literally family. Yeah, like, yeah, it just, it just feels different. I'm like, oh, I've never had a friend like this, and I always like, imagine, <laughs> yeah, like, I always imagine having a friend like this, and in like elementary school and whenever I watch those like bestie video mm-hmm. or bestie movies you know those cheesy Netflix movies or whatever they travel or whatever I'm just like gosh like Sex in the City the movie I watched that the <laughs> other day and I'm like gosh like that's like having three Rohinis how lucky is that girl <laughs> that, would be, yeah. that would be so fun but, yeah I'm like that would be like, that'd just be a lot but I'm like it's a lot to have one but imagine having three of her oh <laughs> dude okay also what you said about like me being able to help you with advice because I feel like you're so in tune with your emotions that I am really like pointing <laughs> at each other like wait you I'm like you, you. No, you no I just feel like the only way that I help with advice is I like ask questions like I feel like I don't come at advice from like an emotional level like I don't know because oh. whenever you come with, to me with advice it's always like really emotional and you just like tap right mm. into the emotion and I feel like Whenever I try to help people, I always don't feel like I do a good job in person. It's funny because in the podcast, I feel like I can really, like, let it mm-hmm. rip. But it's also not... It's, like, more from, like, a philosophical point of view. Yeah, there's no emotional attachment. It's not, like, then. emotional. Like, I'm not trying to... Because I, I just think my main thing is that I don't ever want to pretend like I know how that person's feeling. Because mm. I don't. And I don't want to, like, put my own words or emotions into how they're feeling. Because I don't want to, like... I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just can't do it. Like, I wouldn't want to say something that's emotional and that's not, that's not my place to like put my own shit on them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like whenever I ask or I try to help people, I always ask questions because I'm like, but how do you feel about this? Is it like this or is it like this? Does that, but, and and I feel like, but you're so good at advice being emotional. So I don't know. I always felt like I wasn't. Well, maybe we offer each other what we like really need. That's probably why. No, it really is though. Cause you're, cause my mind's just always overflowing in my head. And I'm like, let me get this out. dude. like, yeah. And then when you come to me and ask questions, I have so much built up that I'm like, it really takes someone like, like I won't just spill anything to anyone, but like, Rohini will like ask him over and over again or like she if she doesn't ask over again she just sits there and stares until I like, actually spill and I'm like getting really uncomfortable and then I just finally just Make like, sound like a creep. <laughs> I just finally like spill but uh, it's gone better over the years like especially this last year but I just that literally is what I do I just like wait I like rub your back and just like wait until you're ready to talk because I'm not gonna force that that's the other thing I'm like I'm just going to hang out and wait until they're yeah. ready to like say something that's the thing like you don't just like when you find a friend or find someone in your life too like they can't read your mind they can't like 
know exactly how to like take care of you or comfort you or anything like that it literally takes time like it takes time yeah. for them to learn your like your body language and mm-hmm. your like your emotional language i guess it would be like mm-hmm. not your love language yeah but just, yeah like, that's how, how you, you like operate. to be coped you, you cope you know supported and so, like some people want to like be pulled out of their house and go party and some other people want to just have their best friend cry with them too mm-hmm. but like which we've done a lot of <laughs> yes yeah exactly but like I like talking, I like getting it out and then talking about the happiness and looking forward and what, yeah. it, what it can bring. Mm-hmm. That's probably universal for a lot of people too, but. Yeah. Oh. That's funny. I feel like we both have the same things for each other. And I could probably go on and on. I just feel like I'm on the spot right now. But like, I just, like, I just, I, sounds really weird, but like, I don't feel like I could ever reach, like, I feel like I don't, I could, I, I couldn't care for people as much as you care for them. And that's, God. that's like, <laughs> like I feel like you hold so much space for everyone. Like you, you mm-hmm. have like thirty hands, and you're like carrying everyone's plates and everyone's burdens, and everyone's stories oh and stuff. And I'm like, dude, how does she have it in her? Like I can barely carry my own, even though I like I always like am there for my friends and listen to them. Like I just feel like you're constantly checking in on people, and you're whether it's like your family, like your mom, your dad, and you're like helping people out emotionally, financially, or whatever. Like you all always giving. There's like nothing. Like, I don't feel like you've ever hit bottom. Like, I don't think you've ever, like, been completely drained of helping people. Because no matter if you're, like, completely, like, drained of yourself and can't help yourself, like, you still have, like, a full, like, tank of gas for someone else. And for everyone else. And I feel like you have, like, 50 tanks of gas. (laughs) And I'm like, shit, where'd she get this? She's she's buying it. She's sponsored. (laughs) She's sponsored by this gas company. And, like, like, whenever you tell me, like, oh, this person's stressing out about this, I'm like damn dude how do you do it like i'm just like if my family were to be helping ask me for help right now i you know ghost them right now i can't and you are always on it with everyone like mm-hmm. i just like that's so nice and it's not like you just like offer them help right away like like just words of advice like you're you're with you're with that person from the time they're like struggling until the end like you hold their hand throughout the whole entire thing you don't like mm-hmm. leave in the middle of it when you see they're getting better or you forget about them like you're good at keeping tabs like you're and you always say you're not organized mm-hmm. but that's a really good organization <laughs> skill that I would with want people, to have with people I feel like and with people you're like thing. you know like you remember the details for everything like I feel like you have like this like amazing memory and this like amazing mm-hmm. mind where you have like this photographic memory or something and <laughs> maybe only for people but Aww. that's always something I really admired because so nice. I'm like I feel like I have a big heart you do. but like yours is like fucking huge Aww. dude and there's like lights everywhere like when i think of your heart i'm like it's probably this cafe that's gonna be happening there's gonna be oh, flowers everywhere really silk crying. pjs they're gonna be like sustainable wooden spoons oh my God. <laughs> like you're gonna like like your heart is like a like a like a meadow oh. with free gifts <laughs> and natural light <laughs> oh. and it smells like turmeric <laughs> yeah, she says I have a faint whip of like incense and turmeric at yeah. all times. Yeah, which is pretty accurate. But yeah, That's if you guys watch the Vampire Diaries, the scene where Rose died in Damon's arms—not the sad part, but like when she died—that's like where his heart looks like. The meadow, you know what I'm uh, talking about? <laughs> I've seen it, but I'm sure yeah, it's nice. the Vampire Diaries Thanks, fans, Kev. you should watch that. I'll show you Rose's um, death scene. Thanks. That meadow, okay. Rohini's heart. <laughs> That's so interesting. Like, I don't... 
that's, uh, yeah, I feel like that's my, it's like a good thing and a bad thing, especially not being online, like, because I Sometimes try, it's a bad thing, thing because I try to hold space for everybody, and yeah. I don't want to tread on anyone ever, like, mm-hmm. ever, literally, mm-hmm. like, who am I to tread on anyone yeah and so it fucks me up then sometimes i'm like get get up bitch like, i know you start boxing yeah. you gotta defend yourself like come on yeah i'm just like i don't i can't i know yeah it's hard i wish i could i don't know there's no way for people to there's no way for people to see things objectively ever because everyone comes with their own their own stuff so mm-hmm. i mean i understand when people are upset with me because that's their own that's their own thing but it's hard when I do care so much, and I can't mm-hmm. really articulate that. So, that's my own thing I have to work on lately. That's my thing that keeps happening and looping over and over, and I have to work on it. I think we can all reach our goals if we just go on a what, ayahuasca trip, <laughs> you know? like Dude, I, I want to so bad. I'm like, that's what's really going to strip me down. Like, yeah. I, I want to, like, detox everything. Yeah, I don't even want to know her. I'm pointing at my brain right now. <laughs> I want to forget want to this girl. <laughs> That's well. When when we can travel again, Drew was like, "Let's go to Peru." I'll, like we're gonna freaking go. So yeah, you know, you I'm down? saving money. I can for call that. you up. Okay. Yeah. Also, the ayahuasca part in the Zac Efron thing was so lame. They didn't even show Zac anything. Efron. Oh, I know. Because right? like he did it in the th- the thing, so I yeah. watched it because I wanted to see, and they that was so lame. They didn't even yeah. like, even touch on it. But they probably couldn't really to a point mm-hmm. it's a very like deep thing but yeah i really want to do yeah, it. i want to be like whipped with leaves and being in like a steam bath and yeah well yeah you like shit and vomit like yeah. uncontrollably a lot of times dude that would be hilarious but you wouldn't even know <laughs> i wouldn't know you were doing that yeah i, I would have no idea i don't even care dude i know I, like, i'm so down like i'm like i just want to be super comfortable with my i mean i'm ready like really comfortable with my body but like but, yeah like a nature woman like yeah. i'm just like this is mother earth like my body is the earth like yeah we're all just Celebrity of. crush, Julianne Huff. Oh, yeah? Like, I feel like the way that she... people, Some people, like, when they see her, like, dancing and doing her little, like, workout classes, they're like, gosh, she's just a lot. She's really out there. But I'm over here like, yes, bitch. Yeah, I love do. that. Like, <laughs> like, I love when they're, like, just, like, really, like, quirky and, like, about themselves. And it's like, mm-hmm. where they just seem really out there, like, kind of crazy cuckoo. <laughs> I like it. I'm like, some people, like... <laughs> they're they being, think yeah, they're, authentic. Like, yeah, I'm like, that's just so cool. I used to think that was, like, super hippie, especially there's a lot of those people in Maui. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, weirdos. I love, like, I love those photos of, like, women in a field, like, with hair over their boobs or something. Like, not, mm-hmm. like, their their hair, not, like, hairy boobs. But, and they're, like, <laughs> sitting in the field and, I don't know, just titty, titties out, like, just chilling. And it seems so natural. And it doesn't, yeah. like, have to be sexual. It's just, just yeah. natural. Adam um, and Eve. Yeah, I just wish she's listening. I'm like, I wish I had nothing. <laughs> like, I wish I, know. I, like, I wish I had, like, I wish I, I just want to, like, start over and, like, just, like, get things from. You're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. gave away a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Still have a lot of stuff. I'm like, I don't need this vase or, like, I don't need this book. You'll get there. But. I know, I, I, know. I, I, I told you that too. I'm like, living in this really big house made me realize that I don't actually want a yeah. big house. <laughs> yeah. Like, not like this. Like, it's I don't want a big cozy. closet. I just want, like, a few really nice pieces and that I love and care for and are made mm-hmm. really well and, like, sustainably. And I don't really want that big of a bedroom. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It really made me realize things. So yeah. I'm glad because we're going to be, like, building our house probably. So Yeah, and it's really good that you realize that now because some people don't realize it until they're, like, literally like 60 and they're they have all this shit and then they're like 
Yeah. Well, I guess I'm just going to pass it down. The best but... things in life aren't things. Mm-hmm. True that. That's really true. People and love and earth and connection and energy and food and all that good stuff. We should probably end it. We've been talking for an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. We could talk forever, guys. I know. I'm like, there's still topics I feel like we didn't even cover. I know. There's <laughs> so much more to cover. But hopefully, well, we'll do another one when you're in L.A. And I'll have the video. And we can do, like, a Zoom call and be like, how's L.A., bitch? We'll just be on my phone. I would have a good phone by then. your um, computer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll have a good phone by then. Yeah. My back camera yeah. doesn't focus. <laughs> Whenever we FaceTime and she's like, let me show you this, flips around the camera, it's literally like it's underwater. Or yeah, something. like I you don't can't know. can't see anything. But there's nothing wrong with my phone. Like there's no scratches or anything. It ever works. <laughs> it just doesn't focus. So whatever. That's funny. Okay, well, I guess we should end it out. We didn't really answer that many questions, but I think you guys probably got a good dose of caffeine yeah. after all this nice cheesy end i really like that mm-hmm. person that asked we we admire about each other i know that, that was so the feels because we cute. don't usually have those conversations as often as you think no yeah no we know we just go, sometimes we, we say love you like all the time like whenever yeah. we facetime and hang up or like text or see each other we're like love you no love you i love you okay, yeah i love you exactly like it it's just it's really just like now I think about it, I'm like, I don't even feel like she's my friend. Like, I feel like now, I'm like, yeah, you're probably, like, my sister. Yeah, Like, my no. favorite sister. Yeah, so. <laughs> Shit, so. don't tell the other three. Yeah, there I know. Four, how many yeah, I know, right? It's okay. I mean. You're, yeah, you're my favorite We don't favorite pick sister. our fam. We or don't. we do. Well, that's what another, the podcast let's do, the soul family. You pick your soul family. Ooh, I like that. And I feel like you definitely are. Yeah. I like that soul family. I know, and I feel pretty lucky. Like, I got Sage and you at a young age. Mm-hmm. That's, like, pretty lucky. Yeah. Sometimes people like people go through a lot of, age, like, their childhood with no one. I or know. they don't find anyone until they're, like, literally 40. What if you they go their whole life have a alone. best friend like this? Like, yeah. I would feel so sad. I know. We're really lucky. Damn. Yeah. So this is another inspirational note to <laughs> tell your best friends and your family and your loved ones that you love them and you cherish them because mm-hmm. it's always so nice to hear and honestly if you want to you could say hey i just heard these two best friends talk about what they admire about each other on this podcast Mm -hmm. and then you guys can do it too and it's really nice it's really emotional and nice so 10 out of 10 would recommend yep so invest in those relationships yeah but also make sure you invest in yourself t invest in people who encourage you to invest in yourself yeah exactly because once you start respecting yourself then you're going to start You'll just start, mm-hmm. like, literally weeding out the people You're that don't respect it, you. Yeah, you'll call in the right people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's a good, that's a good power note. Yeah. And then on. Okay, we love you guys. Hope you enjoyed this very long episode. But, uh, like I said, I'm not going to be around for the next couple weeks, taking a little break for season two. So, you get a little, a little half an hour extra as a treat. Mm-hmm. You can rewatch <laughs> the sex episode I was If in. you want. Yeah, <laughs> people love that one for good yeah. reason. That was. I know you had like seven sex episodes after that. <laughs> it's gonna be a thing every seven weeks. Do Why sex seven? Because that's just how I did it accidentally, and oh. so now we're on like part five, and it'll be seven weeks after. Dang, part you've five. been doing this for over half a year. I know episode thirty-three. I think this will be. So yeah, which is crazy. Weeks? Yeah. yeah. Damn. I know with no break. So well, I guess I took like two. One. Breaks. Right. Oh yeah. But, um. Yeah. So. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for requesting me to come back on this podcast. Yes. Rohini was not going to invite me back That's otherwise. That's true. Well, I'm not at all. I would always, I always make one. Come on. Come I know on, she keeps on like, oh, how early, girl? Because, you know, I know. time ain't cheap. <laughs> My time is not free, as yeah. you said. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening, guys. Hope you got something out of it or it just put you in some good mood. 
good vibes, mm-hmm. good mood. Remember to cherish your friends and cherish yourself. Cherish yourself. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's okay if you make mistakes. Everyone's learning, everyone's growing. We're all on our unique paths. Mm-hmm. You can do anything you want to. Yeah. We love you. I love you. We love you. Love you, Rohini. Love you, bitch. <laughs> love you, bitch. <laughs> okay, see you. Okay, bye. Oh, wait, not next week. <gasps> see you in the next year. See you next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Let's when get COVID this. doesn't exist. Mwah. Mwah. When we wake up January 1st and it's gone. What's that song? It's like, oh. Um, it's like, if you want to that one, yes, the Dua Lipa one. Yeah, and then she's just like, if you don't like, then I'm not on your mind. Yeah. Oh, what? How's it go though? What those TikToks, you know, where they're like, like <laughs> they get out of like the guys like get out of here with that attitude or like or change your attitude or something like that or get out of here and she's like, bye. She's not about to give an attitude. That's how we feel about COVID. Is that what you're saying? No, I would. Oh yeah. Or 2020. I don't know, dude. Bye. 2020. Mwah. Mwah. Yeah, do a weep Yeah, best year ever. Best year ever. Hags. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Bye.